Welcome to the old and new podcast, Results Show. I'm Gibbo. I'm Mick McGraw. Mick. Gib. Alright, so we'll dive in, right in. We're no, late. no, we're not. We're, we're late today. We're not late, um, but look, what I would like to say is a bit of uh, banter on the social media was wrong. I wasn't tender, I was ready to go. Someone had a match playing for the, uh, the Avenue, so I'll yeah. put that out there. But what I will say first before we go anywhere else as well, congratulations to South Liverpool for getting put into the Northwest Counties. Okay, you tried to bypass the tenderness about. No, I wasn't. Let me have you say there. Well, go on, have you say that's fine. Oh, we discussed yesterday, we knew I was I had a game, so we said, can we do it early? And at 1.47 yesterday afternoon, I called you going home, didn't I? You ring me every day on your way home after you drop your ear off. catch me, did I? I told you it was freaking early. And I caught you going home. Didn't so catch me. We could have come and done the podcast. You could have edited it. Do you know what? We could not because I had no email from from the West Cheshire, what? which we discussed. So we'll leave it there. Leave yeah, it there, obviously. You're wrong. I've been out twice. I've recorded on a Monday night, no problem. You go out once. We've got to record Tuesday. No, you, you chose to play in a game when you should not. <laughs> this comes first. Right, and also congratulations to my team, Vauxhall. That's all you wanted me to say, didn't you? No, I don't want you to mention it. For getting promoted into the Northwest Counties Prem Division. Well, was, to be fair to you, pal, give you a bit of stick, but it's fully deserved. Yeah, been a hard um, two years. Yeah, that's but. So we'll done. go in Monday night. Yeah, I'll start with the Chester League. Starts with the the little FA Amateur Cup semi-final. Ellesmere Port two. West Kerry Reserves one. Lloyd Ithel, Lloyd Ithel with both for Ellesmere Port and Heswell Reserves beat St Saviour's two one in the other tie. We've got no goal scorers off that. In the Whittle Junior Cup semi-final, Cape Bernays Vets defeated Ellesmere Port Town Vets two one. They will now face Avenue Vets as they beat Ellesmere Port last night 2-0. ready for next week's results show, isn't it? So no, gotta... I'm going to have to tell people now because it's on the... Oh, is it on it? It's on the... It would have been either Avenue or Ellesmere Port, but yeah. you know, it's the Avenue Vets. That's 2 win goals from... Two goals from Anthony Sheen. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Come on. Come on, pal, who got the first? Anthony Sheen? No, he didn't. Shot? No, he didn't. What, what does it say on the... Uh, it doesn't say... It doesn't say, oh, it doesn't it doesn't say obviously, because no. we're behind, so... It's just... From I was there last night, I'd like to... I'll do a little mass report. I thought... I thought having you deserved a win, but Hazel had chances. He did. Or Ellesmere Port, sorry. Ellesmere Port had chances to go in the lead, but I think the substitutes that... The avenue brought on changed the game for me. Towards Anthony Sheehan coming on changed the game for the, the avenue. He made it better. Yeah, he done well. I got, I got a good goal and, and an Griff, assist. Griff just moving the ball around the falls. Who got the first? Well, if Sheehan didn't score, I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> I generally don't know. I watched the full game, but oh. everyone chased Sheehan when he scored. So yeah, because it was a great assist for me. Why did you, you claim it? Oh, not no, claiming it, it is mine. Yeah, well done. I think that'll be a good good final. 5th of June. Saturday the 5th of June. 
JFC have completed part two of their incredible trilogy of division titles with their Vets team clinching the Tarvin Pre- Precision Vets Division 2 after a 6-2 win over Frodsham. Does that mean they go up now? They'll come in. They have to go. Division. Yeah, I think it's a warm-up, one-down. But it all depends if they keep the same format. Goes to a vote, I think. The they remain on a 100% record for the season after winning 11 out of 11 league games. To be fair, they've got to go up, haven't they? Yeah, well they have, yeah. You've got everything. Ashton Vets moved second after a 5 3 win over D Rangers Vets. Reason Evans and Tom Harrison both scored two. Bill Cuffworth with the Ashton scorers. Fourth place, Tarvin Vets beat Harford Vets 4 1. And in the Division 3, Great Sutton Vets beat FC Volts Vets 4 0. Why did I go to Wednesday night as well? Because there wasn't many games on Wednesday night for the Chester League. Session Alex moved top of the Trophies Championship after a 3-2 win over Christleton. Goals from Tom Richardson and Elliot Davis with two in the points for the Alex. Joe Bowdler replying for Christleton. Do you know what? It's not a shame. We're Christleton, I know. Yeah, but at least there is a Christleton. No, no, they've got going. You're right. There wasn't one for a bit, was there? No. Kyle Stoddart, two. Connor Howley. Dan Baines and Ryan Primrose were all on target for Hill Rangers in their 5-3 derby win over Hill Rovers. Bit of a derby. Owen Ainsco is a hat-trick for Shashby Youth Reserves in a 3-2 home win over Chester Nomads 3s. Trey Latty score, scorer of the two goals for Chester. But this Owen Ainsco is banging away for Shafts. Score for the first team as well. They're going much in, Paul. Yeah. The Trophies Championship beat Black Horse recorded the title with a thumping 10-0 win over Orange Athletics. The Jock with a hat-trick, Gordon Harrison. Love it, the Jock. Love it, Trophies. and Mason too. Ian Colligan, Kirk Musto, Mike Watson and Jamie Herworth. Decent. Well done, Black Horse. Jamie Herworth, um, play for the Queens. McLaughlin. Richard McLaughlin is the manager. Richie, mm. well done. The... Vets Division 3 League, Liam Golden 2, Ricky Billings, John Hayes, Matty Wamsley and David Garstang were the marksman for wins for Dynamos in a 6-2 victory over Ellesmere Port Town Vets. That's our midweek for the Chester League. It's starting to gradually yeah, the slow down. The number of games are just looking at the tables now, there's not loads left anymore. Not even to play for for anyway. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll go on the mummy for this Saturday. Yeah. Well, midweek action in the West Cheshire League was Monday. Sutton Athletic scored their, secured their place in the Whittle District FA Senior Cup semi-final after they took the scalp of, the scalp of Division 1 counterparts, Cape Phil at Derby. Following with an all-South Whittle encounter, Connor Doyle, Lilo Gates, Josh McEwen and Joe, Joe Whittle shared the goals in a 4-0 triumph. Big win, that. Especially Division 3 v Division 1. Ellesmere Port Town, Eclipse Newton 3 2 in the other quarter final. Richie McQuay 2 0 and Carlsley. Newton had Liam Smith and Jackson Ellis, Ellis in reply. It's mad that he plays Liam Smith, isn't it? Beefy. <laughs> <laughs> World champion boxer. <laughs> the remaining second round clash between Vauxhall Motors, Reserves, and Hazel saw goals from Paul and Phil Graham, Martin Jordan, Deer settled the tie 3 2 
in Hazel's radio, Jamie and Jack Kelly obliged for the motorman. Yeah, disappointed for our reserve there. It was celebration time also for Hazel's second string who clinched their passage two on went over St. Sage, which we've already, already come across as well. Um, in a Chester Challenge Cup semi final, Danae halted Wagon and Horses Gallop, inspired by two goal hot shots, Aaron Hinchcliffe, Ryan Chapin also made the score sheet as Upton went out 3 1 winners. Following a two day respite, the Chester outfit were in action again against consistent performers Mosley Hill in the Pike Up quarter final and an own goal proved this the scampy ball they were they were beaten four one goals from Mosley Hills, Ellie Hughes, Don Kelly, Ollie Sanderson and Paul Pearson. Division one action saw Conor Rankin net from a goal, but it was the visitors actually profited after replies from Charlie Burnett and Tom Murphy scored a two one decision. Big win now, away from home. Yeah, you must put them in the top five, but in Division 3, 90 minute, minutes failed to produce a goal between Pilton Royal Reserves and Williston, while leaders run Corn Sports. Chances of lifting the Division 3 title suffered after they finished 0 0 at Rainford United. I think we have a report on that, do we? No. No? No, we don't. So, is that the midweek? No, last one. As a consequence, that result handed an issue to rivals Helsby, who took due advantage after efforts from Conor Anderson Hattrick. Gareth Gerrard and Jamie Hayes anchored their side 5 1 blitz of Cagrenaires Villa Reserve. Charlie Thomas scored for the hosts. Uh, that's us for the midweek. Okay, so we'll go on to Tuesday night in the Hoolahans Baconhead Sunday Association Football League. Got the press report. Midweek match of the day in Division 1 of the Hoolahans Birkenhead Sunday League was between Corsair and Lions FC. Lions FC t- took the honours and tamed Corsair 4-2 as both are aiming for runners-up spots as Rivercar FC are crowned Division 1 champions. The goal-getters for Lions FC were Emil Al-Gamri, Matt Kerr with a double and Steve Duncan. Lions FC are now on the same points as Shaftesbury Youth, but Shaftesbury Youth have a game in hand. Elsewhere in the division, Woodchurch Rovers, who had Callum Whitby, Adam Smith and Jamie Farrell on the score sheet at a fine 3-1 win at Wirral Radio. Colin Dowland scoring for Wirral Radio. There were goals galore in Division 2, with no less than 30 in only 4 matches. <laughs> a 14-goal thriller took place between Neston United, who had Kevin XL, Andy Lewis, Mark No. Rob Mars, Lee Dunbar and Liam Geecock got three. They played JPL Jets with the Neston outfit shooting down Jets 8-6 in a tremendous game of football for both sides. Now, I'm going to throw in, it must have been a tremendous game to watch, but it's not tremendous for the defences and the goalkeepers, is it? tremendous, but you know what would give that JPL Jets there's goals every single Yeah. Game. What's an order scoring went there, you know? Yeah, 8-6. The Lukes, with only five games remaining, need seven points to lift the title after the latest exploit saw them beat Upton Town, who had Liam Healy on the score sheet, 4-1. Finding an F for the Lukes were Will Bolton, a Ben Crossley Brace and Ben Kearney. Wellington FC found their shooting boots to record the same scoreline, 4-1 win over Hesville side, Barcode FC. 
barcode had Joe Ward on the score sheet. Kyle Wood, Archie Manga did the damage with a pair each for well for the Welly. Eagle and Stirrup, who had Tom Cooley scoring two. Finley Hamill, Kieran O'Lockerell, Kieran Jordan Martin, who have an outside chance of gatecamp and promotion places. They have a game in hand and had a smooth five-one victory over Belmont FC. A high-scoring four-all draw was the highlight of Division Three. Now, tell me what teams involved in this. Every week we say it before I call it out. Every week I tell you about these. Oh, to order. AFC team. Eh? Team. Yeah. yeah, Jack Grimes, John. Fucking hell, John lad. John. Chandy Amber. Alan Merrin, Mark Redgrift. They shared the points with Silver Athletic, who had Martin Wally, Jensen Mackey, and Jack Home with two. Jack Kelly added to his, his improved goals tally with another couple for runaway leaders, New Ferry Rangers. Adam Larway chipped in with two, and Henry Willett was also on the, on the score sheet in a 5 0 romp. Ten ball, isn't it? Against <laughs> Chase and Victoria Colts. I'm being serious, it is actually getting boring. It is, but they just keep doing it, fair no, play. No, what, what they're doing is obviously amazing, but... We've got a match report. Another fine display, so let's keep, up, keep a clean sheet against promotion hopefuls, Victoria Colts. The game plan from Colts was obvious from the outset. Stay compact, get as many men behind the ball, and hopefully catch us on the counter. Adam Larway opened the score with a left foot thunderbolt at the near post. Adam then twice turned provider for Jack Kelly to extend his tally for the season with two assists. Adam bagged his brace before Henry Willett made it 5-0. Notable mentions to Jake Smith at centre-back, who won absolutely everything in the air and read every situation Colts through at our defence. Also JP Saw, a left-back who put in another solid performance. MOM though was Adam Larway for his work rate. Two goals, two assists. Do you want to say right? I just had to finish this with MSC, who have been Twitter bashing ev- everyone away on Sunday, could be interesting as we move into the later results. Uh, all I'll say is, it's fair play that you've got to mention the defenders. I think they've listened to us because we have mentioned it, haven't we? Yeah. I yeah. think they've listened and well done. You know, well fair play to the defenders, they're keeping clean sheets, so. They are. But it's hard to get a mention, is it? Yeah. <laughs> and he sends forward Scotland for five every week. Another promotion hopeful, MSC Eastern had a 6-1 route at Oval FC. John Skipsey on the score sheet for Oval. Scores every weekend. No scorers for MSC. Honours were even between two mid-table teams, Glenavon Athletic, Jack Templeton and Jordan McAteer. Two all with Parkgate San Germain. Well in Parkgate and Joe. You know since Phil's come on our podcast, they fucking just God, fell, fell apart. Fell apart. No. To be fair though, how many games did they have? They've only played three games mm. before lockdown. They only had about well, 2019 oh, or 21. It was always going to catch up that. Well, that's oh. Tuesday night. So we straight on to Saturday. Saturday, Saturday yeah. As I said, the games are starting to, to drop now, aren't they? Because of. Um, Obviously, everyone's caught up with the games, but on Saturday in the Chester League, the Premier Di- Queen's Ferry Sports Premier Division, Adam Smith and Richie 
Freakman went on the mark for Elgin Paul Town, a 2 0 win over Groves. Champions Upton JFC travelled to Unitor to record a 5 2 win with goals Casey of Joe Moore, Dan Evans both got two, and Paul Johnson. Jamie Mains and John Murray replied for Unitor. Game of the day in the Olympic Trophies 8 was between leaders Session Alex and second place Upton JFC Youth. It was a must win for Session in their last game of the season as they were sitting three points ahead of Upton who have a game in hand and a much superior goal difference. The game did not disappoint, ending 6-5 to Upton. 6-5. Yeah, Upton now just need to avoid defeat by 20 goals. <laughs> I'm just looking at it now. <laughs> That's in their last game on Monday to show the, t- the treble of titles with the senior side winning the Premier and the Vets winning the Does it say who they're playing? Um, no, we'll have, to find, we'll have to look out for that one. Josh Leach, Connor Harley too with the Hull Rangers scores in their 4-1 win over the Hellsby Reserves. The Trophies Championship beat Black Horse succumbed to their first defeat of the season losing 3-2 away to second place Wagon and Horses. Liam Edwards and Jim Layton Brace did the damage to the one. Kyle and Mason hitting both. Black already won no way. Yeah, already won it, yeah. I don't know how many go up and down from that league. Like, it'd be interesting to find out. They will send us that. No, well, we've so got the tables with that chest. That's just that. I've got still got the vets if you want me to. Go on then, carry on the vets and we'll go through them all then. The Division 2 vets, Ashton Vets, leapfrogged Nags Head, Banbury Vets after the 2 0 win. Goals from Luca, Trezetti. And Tom Harrison, Upton JFC vets were awarded the points after Tarvin vets failed to raise a side. In the only game in Division 3, Winsford Diamonds vets beat Queen's Park 4-1. Speedy, you're all oh, on the verge, mate, to get in the sack. Liam Golding 2, Michael Warburton and Matt Wormsley. Young Robbie Gamville replied for the Queens. Mm-hmm. Speedy. Not good, the, is it? The committee at the Queen's are not happy. So tables will start at the Vets Division 3. Ellesmere Port Red Lions got three games left to play on 25 points. Queen's for Diamonds have only one game left to play on 25 points. Queen's Park in third place only played eight, four games left to play and on 12 points. Top two, Dara Denver. Elmere Port, Red Lions, like the favourites. Fair play, crossways at the bottom, I got seven points. So, you know, from Queen's Park and third to crossways and seventh, if it's 12, 10, 9, 8, and 7, the points. So, still a bit to play for, positional wise. And the Vets Division 2, obviously Upton have run away for 11 out of 11. Ashton went second there by beating. Bunbury Vets, yeah. 19 points to Bunbury's 18. And Ashton have got three games left, and Bunbury have only got one. Oh, and then obviously the Vets Division one's all finished and over. We know we run away with that one. Won it by 11 points. Only eight games played as well. Championship B, Black Horse, as we know, have won it. Wagon and Horses, Black Horse 45, with two games remaining. Wagon and Horses on 40, Dudden on 38, both of them have finished the season. Runcorn Sports FC Reserves have got two games remaining and are on 36 points. And they've got a goal difference of 39 to Wagon and Horses 42. So one good win and a draw could secure them second place, which I'm pretty sure would secure promotion, wouldn't it? Yeah. 
and then Championship A up doing obviously just said got one game remaining goal difference 42 Sestri and Alex have finished both on 35 points goal difference 22 no one else can get in the mix Upton have won the top league as well haven't they 13 games played 31 points one game remaining you've got St Saviours with two games remaining on 21 points Shaftesbury Youth with three games re remaining on 18 points you finished second didn't you mm, Unitor with two games remaining on 18 points and it jumps down you got Ali Bebgrove breaking Ellesmere Port FC can Shafts do the a Unitor get that second place for the Whittle sides yeah. yeah good luck lads right West Cheshire weekend action Division 1 champions elect South Liverpool came up again come up short in Saturday's Pike Cup semi-final tussle against Marshalls who recorded a 6-3 result with four goal Matty Grivoski. I need to look at this kid. Do you know what he's Yeah. Decent. I need to go and look at him. Favourite efforts from Jake Smith and Tony Donaldson completed the scoreline. I just jump in there. We don't want people stopping sending the scores in because you're going to get on the players. No, I'm just looking to see what he's like. Just the he put it out there. What? I'm going to look at the team, not the player. <laughs> yeah. Um, Owen Hugh and Cam Dalton back for the visitors consolation in the other semi that's a big win that big win Dalton still scoring as well eh? no, I haven't seen him play for a while he was scoring a goal when I was still at West Kirby no, 10 years ago in the other semi John Bucknell scored from a goal but Mosley Hill went through after replies from Nathan Pete, Elliot Hughes and Owen Cassidy cemented a 3-1 win that's Wednesday night isn't it this Wednesday yeah. Nashville which will be nice. tomorrow get down there I'll be down there if anyone wants to come and have a chat Oh, you'll see him there, won't you? Yeah, I'll see Mr. Grimoski. Oh, I'll come and have an hour with you. Division 1 action saw Maisie Royal elevated to second place in the table following a 4 2 victory at Chester Nine Mats. Got a match report on that. Yeah, might have got a new side down, so. Chester 2, Royal 4, Sabu Smith with 1, Liam Driscoll with 3, Niggly Game with a proper home, a referee. <laughs> Took an early lead through Sabu, a lob. Lop, then they were awarded a dubious penalty, one all. We then retook the league on the stroke of half time, Liam Driscoll. Second half, Royal started slowly and they equalised when we defended a long throw poorly. They were then given a pen only for the linesman to say it was a clear dive and it to be overturned. Referee was gutted. <laughs> Change of formation due to injury seemed to work well and we battered them in the end with two more Liam Driscoll goals. Man of the match, Sabu. So that's the 40 win for the best team in Birkenhead. Been put out there on social media. Been put out on social media that they're the best team in Birkenhead. Yeah. It's a shout. It's a brave one. It's a brave shout when you haven't won anything. Yet. Still yeah. in the World Cup, aren't they? Still in the World Cup, yeah. Semi final but coming up. That, uh, that social media comes alive on a Saturday night, doesn't it? Does after victories. Yeah, when you win, it does. <laughs> Well done, Glenn. Well, Vauxhall Motors Reserves recorded their fourth win of the season after Jamie Eaton and Andrew Rogers struck, struck in the 2 1 win results over Raynell. Eddie Hawthorne scored for them. In Division 2, two goals from Josh Rice and a favourite effort from Reese Miura had Liverland Remicke in the driving seat against Malaby. Harry Dixon reduced the deficit before Callum Leighton made a 4 1 to the visitors, but the host provided a late sting in the tail. Danny McLaughlin 2 and Luke. Luke Barmer 
scoring to fours or four four stalemates and now that's kept them up. Yeah. That four all's kept Malby up. Okay, I'll have a look at that at the end when yeah. A goal from Louis Moynes failed to prevent Astro Reserves going shown down replies from Cheshire Lions, Adam Yaziski and Danny Mulville. Mojo played for that game. They had a team out. Fair play, I mean it's got to be good to play with Mojo, man. you know what I mean? Doubles from Tom Quinn, Harvey Sample, Allied and Max Herbert Strike, Steve Punk, Vicks of 5 4 the verdict over South Sefton Butter. Got it. Who responded through a Mark Barnes hat trick and Liam Van Gelder. I've got uh, quite a long match report. Is it, who's, who's this coming from? Pete Simon. Okay. A must win game in front of another decent crowd as we entertain for me. And the lads, the best side we have played this season in South Sefton Borough. With the way the league has gone, we needed a win to keep the pressure on Eswell, who were in attendance, who also have to face South Sefton next Saturday. The game started at a furious pace, with us trying to get the ball wide as quick as possible. This caused caused South some problems, and in truth, we should have been 4 0 up in the first 15 minutes. The first goal came after some great build up play between Liam Owen and Harvey Sample with Max Herbert arriving at the back post to slot out the, um, the opening goal. All of them are 18 and under. Yeah. Fair play. Then after looking comfortable and creating more missed chances, we had a mad 30 minutes where we conceded three goals to go into our time, 3-1 down. The season we haven't, this season, we haven't really had the quality on the bench due to injuries, but today we were able to make three changes that changed the game. Ben Kearney, Leighton Clark and Jake Clark came onto the pitch on 60 minutes and this had a massive impact along with a formation change which allowed us to get man of the match Tom Quinn further up the pitch. What happened next was probably the best second half entertainment of the season. Tom Quinn makes it 3-2, then Harvey Sample makes it 3-all, then a huge mix-up in our defence and it's 4-3 to South Sefton with 15 minutes to go which in previous weeks would have killed us off. The lads were flying today and Tom Quinn equalised with a nice finish in the box and then that man Harvey Sample headed the winner after a lovely cross from Leighton Clark which sent our line into wild celebrations. (laughs) He adds, over to Heswell now who travels to South Sefton next week. If they go over there and get the win then fair play they deserve to go up. And he just adds, quick mention for all our young lads this season some of them playing in open age football for the first time. They came in and kept us in the fight for promotion after a nightmare season and we couldn't be prouder of them. And these are the first of many that will come through our talented fix section. Giving the kids a go to be fair. So they have, to be fair. There's no... Um, they haven't got many old houses, have they? I said it weeks back. I think it's a way forward. Right, OK. So we've got Division 3. We've got a, we've got a um, report from this one. Runcorn Sports won five nil against okay. Westgate Reserves. Promotion was finally sealed when Runcorn Sports first travelled to a blustery Westgate at the weekend. Difficult conditions and a few nerves made for an end-to-end opening with chances for both teams. But on twenty minutes, Sports eased any suggestion of a late slip-up when Reece Dwyer finished off a fine solo goal. The Runcorn side immediately settled and on the half hour doubled their lead when top goalscorer John McDonald pounced on a Steve Woodward ball to slot home 2-0 at half time. Second half some brought some free-flowing football as I see in sports climb 
to the top and wasn't long before Sam Lowe capitalised, curling a 25-yard strike into the top corner. West Kirby, now down to 10 men, began to struggle and the f struggle to stop the floodgates opening and feared goals from Ryan Baisley and John McDonald secured a 5-0 rump and the inevitable promotion celebrations before Bank Holiday Monday Cup final date. Man of the match, Reece Dwyer. 7-0 win for Helsby against third place Rainford United. They only need four points out of the next two games to secure promotion as they have a superior goal difference. Four goals from Adam Collins. Respect, respective marksman in Sutton Athletics 2 2 statement with Marshall Reserves with Lee Lugate, Joe Whittle, Jack Morner and Reza Garuni. While Sean Haywood plundered both goals as well as the overcome brutal reserves 2-1. Sam Bennett replying. West Cheshire 3rd Division. Say held me to secure promotion. It's actually to secure the title and need four points. Well, he hasn't put that on. He's put it in. Run corner finished. What they on? 40 points. Held me got two games remaining on 36 points, but they've got a 12 goal, better goal difference as well. Rainford with one game left can actually snatch second place should Helsby fail to win both the games yeah on 34 then Marshalls are done Bilt are done has all reserves game left to climb a place Williston game left you've got Cape Ainsley Villa reserves Sutton Athletic West Kirby reserves Mersey Arps Chester Nomad reserves Pilton Vic reserves Neston Nomad reserves Putin Royal Reserves and Ellesmere Port Town Reserves at the bottom. Going into Division 2, obviously Bootle St Edmunds have won and haven't they? They're done, 45 points. Putin Vicks are done, 39 points. Heswell with one game remaining, oh, okay. 36 points, but a 7 goal, better goal difference. Obviously West Kirby in 4th. 33 points and then South Sefton Borough with that one game remaining with 28 then we go Cheshire Lions McGull Mosley Hill South Liverpool Reserves Marine Reserves Rain Hill Reserves Liverland Bremica Malaby Ashford Reserves Putin Royal and Neston Nomads well Putin Royal and Neston Nomads are finished so it's looking them to relegate to the Big one on Saturday, then we go over and watch that. Yeah, it would be nice to go over there. Because it's going to affect one of our world teams either way, isn't it? Yeah, one's, one's guaranteed up. Obviously, in the top division. South haven't actually won it yet, have they? They've got one game remaining. They're on 38 points. Maisie Doyle have done on 36 points. Mosley Hill, one game remaining. 35 points but there's a 11 goal difference have to be some swing around that and you got Newton 22 then we go Asheville Marshalls Foxhall Reserves Chester Nomads McGull Cape and Ayers, Prescott Cable Reserves Redgate Rovers up the AA then the bottom three Raynald Town 9 points 1 game remaining Ainsley Villa Six points, one game remaining. Ellesmere Port Town, five points, three games remaining. Ellesmere Port gets a 14 points. That 
Well, they've already put it out there, haven't they? They've actually that only one going down. Oh, have they? Yeah. And two going up? Yeah, because South have gone into the counties. Bit shitty on the fair place team, now. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's poor, really, but that's the way they've done it. They've, they've made the decision now, so everyone knows where they are, but it has me poor, won't stay in that lead. You've just got to sort of get a side together, haven't you? Yeah, play the vets. Play all them vets. <laughs> Probably all better than all them, aren't they? You know what I mean? So, are we going to Sunday, do we? Big game, Sunday, will Hurts me to read this out. Hurts me. This is the press report, not my words by the way, the press report. I'll, I'll, uh... Doc, AFC moved back into pole position in the Ulehans Birkenhead Sunday Premier Division with a 5 0 route over Beechwood FC, netting for Doc with Kieran Amworth for Brace, Adam Lee, Hayden Cooper, and a 30 yard screamer from Ryan Smith. Doc, Queen's Park, and Rock Ferry Social. All have three games to play. Docker a point clear of Queen's Park, who are in second spot, and three points clear of Rock Ferry. What could be a title decider or go a long way to it is on Sunday the 30th of May between Queen's Park and Dock AFC. You yeah. had the game win, you know, I only turned yeah. up at half time. Yeah, what's the game? I said this to a few people who asked me what the game was like. I've heard a few people say it, was an even, it wasn't an even game. The doc, the doc were by far the better team. They were very disappointed in Beachwood this weekend. I mean, I like the Beachwood. I think they're organised. They were missing a few, missing defenders wise. But I thought the doc just got on top early and looked a threat every time he went forward. Every single time I thought, the balls he lad on after five minutes. Keen always goes forward. He was really good. Weird on the streets as he's getting paid. I don't think that may like it. I think it's a bit of a bit of chat and wham. Let us know how much you're getting, Kieran, lad. A little wham chat, that. But they went to up it very quickly and then big turn up in the game. Beach got a pen and missed Duggan. God. God. Missed it. Right down the middle, which will be on. Be on in a bit. Be on in a bit. Um, I'm on it. I generally don't know why he plays up front. I. Coming out of time, right, am I seeing the game for 20 minutes? The doc didn't get out of their own off. But the beach other just ping the long balls. Well, fair play to Mitch. He's pinning Paul Bain and bringing it down. Like, he has a great chance, doesn't he? Why doesn't it? Why doesn't it the first time? You know, to keep a lesser defenders get back in. That's a 4 0, though, isn't it? No, that's a 2 0. No, that was a 2 0. But I'm standing there with me, 15 year old son, right? And he turns around to me and says, Dad, why did he just go longer all the time? <laughs> you know? But I, as an athlete, I, got I pl- think Mitch would be better in midfield. They've got players. You know, they've got Mitch, they've got Jabber, they've got Courtney, they can play. The lad he brought on, the, the golfer off scratch. Now Robert hasn't shut up raving about him. It's the first time I've seen him. He looked tidy. Rob, Rob, I think his name is. You know, Billows obviously didn't see him as he missing. Mm-hmm. I know he started. Did he? Yeah. I didn't notice. He's obviously up there in the scoring charts. So they've got. They just didn't say I'm playing. They've got players. And I, I think the doc played really well. I'm a ruthless. But I shouldn't say too much because we played them in the semi final. Don't want to rile them too much because I riled them before they beat us the first game of the season. Rob Courtney shit on me a bit and shared a bit of banter in our private group. <laughs> yeah, so I, I thought the doc were. were 
well worthy winners for now. Um, some good goals, which will all be up on social media in a minute. Massive for the goal difference as well, that for them. Yeah, the, the two behind the Queens now. Uh, I don't think they'll go to goal difference with the Queens, it's with them and the Rock. With points, depending on how the games go. But, they don't lose Sunday. I think it's a docks, isn't it? Yeah, I've, I've they're odds on favourites now, aren't they? I've said it. I've said it from the first half. Forty won the league, like. But we'll look at the leagues in a minute. We'll carry on. At the lower end of the table, a solitary goal from Mike Farrell was enough for FC Bisden to claim all three points at, B- at Bushel Grange Athletic. Yes, Yabby. Yes, Yabby, lad. Player manager. Winning goal. While Luke Blondell with a pair and Jordan Davis effort for Nesta Nomads took the honours against Lansland and Avon three 0 through random Lance and Avenue. Looks like. That's why they've got a game against the Dock, and that's why this week's game they decided because Lance and them just through the random. Well, I think they could beat the Doctor. They won't turn up. They're disappointed in you in Lancelin. Now, a surprise result in Division 1 saw AFC Shafts denting the promotion hopes of Lions FC, who had Matty Kerr on the course sheet, after David Byrne and Thomas Ryan and did the damage 2 1. Big result there after. Sh- Lions beating Corsair. AFC Shafts did their sister club a huge favour as Shaftesbury youth now only need a point to be certain of promotion to the elusive Premier Division after they demolished Woodchurch Rovers who had Tommy Abbotton with two and Tom Briggs and an own goal on the score sheet. 9-4. Tyler Smith leading the way back in a five-goal haul supplemented from strikes by Andy Pritchard, Liam McHugh, Liam Davis and Darrell Helen. Telegraph, who had Tom Ashcroft with two, and Dan Bryce posted a narrow 3-2 winner host with Radio, F- Radio FC. Liam Blundell, Tom Byrne on the score sheet for, Le- for Radio. And Ellesmere Port Athletic, who had Jay Maddox traded points with, and goals with FC Tramia. One all, Liam Randalls for Tramia. Division 2 leaders, the Lukes, have secured promotion after resounding 9-1 success over fellow promotion hopefuls Neston United Mark Noak scoring for Neston on the score sheet for the Rocks Ferry base side were Ben Crossley with two Joey Am, Will Bulpen Joseph Heath do you know him? Yeah Jordan Varney Danny Mooney Ben Kearney and Ellis Doughty promotion hopefuls JPL Jets defeated Basement Club Barkers FC Mark Munt scoring for Barkers 4-1. Belmont also won by the same scoreline 4-1 at Higher Beb. Paddy Bell scoring for Higher Beb. Upton Town who had Scott Newsham and Callum Maynard on a score sheet continued with pu- with a push as they have games in hand after registering a 2-0 win over Barcodes FC. And Wellington FC who had Ben Duffy Kelly, is that Dufton Kelly on the score sheet? Shared the points with Eagle and Stirrup, who had Carl Griffiths on the score sheet. New Ferry Rangers have gained promotion from Division 3 and also it's a century of goals and only conceded 10. They have only played 16 games. They beat second place MSC Eastern 6 1. I'll read the report out. I'd like to say to them, whoever does your Twitter, 
Very disappointed you didn't take me bet. Well, they've, they've deleted it. They've deleted the Twitter. Oh, says, fair play to MSC. They had a real go at all lads with the game tight and numerous chances missed by both teams. It was MFC who took the lead on 19 minutes with a well-weighed corner. The lead only lasted seven minutes as Henry Willard chipped the keeper. The initial chip taking a fortunate touch of the defender's back to wrong foot the keeper. Half time a tight one all. Second half was a different story though. Adam Larway making it 2-1 from a Jack Kelly pullback for the assist. Jack Kelly quickly made it 3-1 and 4-1 with assists from Henry Willis and Adam Gunnery. Jack rounded the keeper for 5-1 before scoring a halfway point, spotting the keeper well off his line. It had an air of that Beckham straight all them years ago which saw the keeper strangling, scrambling back but ending up in his net. 6-1 finished. Same score it was at our place. Good luck to MSC Eastern as the push for promotion. We look forward to when you reactivate your Twitter account. Well, that's poor that from Eastern. Yeah, well, he's obviously, he can give it, but he obviously can't take it. Yeah, it's very poor, but we'll carry on. AFC Park North at Declan Ray, Jim Smith and Dale Johnson. On the score sheet as the debut season looks to be finished mid-table. Comfortable 3-1 win over Oval FC. We had Jack Brown on the score sheet. Basement club Wirral Athletic recorded a brilliant 4-1 win over mid-table Glenhaven Athletic. Had Tom Branskin on the score sheet. On the score sheet for Wirral was Dylan Palmer who notched a double further efforts from Jake Ivies and Ben Verden. What's gone on at Glenhaven? Pups of open meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a Mike Redgriff pair was enough for AFC Teamer to earn all two. All f- I, I, I've lost my train of thought there because I've seen the score before I was talking. All the points in a 2 0 win. Teamer have kept the clean sheet oh. over Parkgate Sands, your man. Oh, my team. AFC Rayburn played out a goal of straw with Rangers breaks. We'll have a little look at the tables, eh? Division 3 I've got up here. Yeah, we'll start with Division 3. Yeah, Ferry got obviously won it comfortably. That's uh, not actually over yet, is it? Mathematically, but it is. They played 22 games, so Eastern can actually. If Eastern win their two goal, two games, and New Ferry lose all theirs, and Eastern turn around the 74 goal difference. <laughs> it's tight though for second. Yeah, because Eastern are on 40 points, but they've only got two games remaining. Vicky Colts have got seven games remaining, and they're nine points behind them. Close. It's mm. close. Glenn Haven were right up there, weren't oh, they? I know, but you can't... Where are they there? I'm just looking. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, Look eight. Look at Eight from looking at part your team, Park Eight San Germain. Division two, 20 games, so the Lukes, four games remaining, 43 points. 15 points clear of Bromber Rake, but Bromber Rake have got two games in hand. JPL Jets, only a point behind Bromber Wake, but played three more games in them. Neston United, three points behind Bromber, but played two more games. Upton Town, eh? Only five points behind Bromber on the same points. Same as Higher Beb, 22, mm. 6. You know, if, if any of them from like Eagle and Stead at 19 points. Higher Beb, up to Neston. If 
they win out got a good chance of promotion yeah they have but it's winning out and that's the problem yeah down the bottom Barker's 5 points down Barcode 11 points 16 games same as Welly 13 points 16 games Belmont 16 games 16 points so could all change positionally wise in that, li- in that division yeah. bar the top yeah the top don't do something now division 1 well, uh, they said it themselves. River, River, River could have won it. Shafts need a point. I said it from I said it from the first podcast when we done the results show. I called it that they would go up. Big defeat at the weekend for Lions. That would have been. I can't believe that. That would have put major pressure on them last two games. I know Shafts have got a game in hand. You know, down the bottom, FC Tramia three points, three games remaining. Elsmere Port Athletics, seven points, three games remaining. Do you know what AFC Shash fair play in them? Because they were in there for a bit. Yeah. In that little relegation dogfight, but. 16 points now, they've, uh, they've got a couple of wins under their belts. And I think if it's two goes down, the one one point secures the safety. Yeah, they're this way, aren't they? Then the Prem. Then what? Lock. Yeah. Basically. The top four have all played 13 games now. All got three games remaining. Dock, 29 points. Queens, 27 points. Rock Ferry, 26 points. Beachwood, 22 points. We're taking the Beachwood out of it now. Yeah, I took them out of it last week. You did, like. I expect the better this weekend, so I left them in the mix. Float, another steady season. 21 points. Now, Float could uh, bypass Beachwood. Gonna play each other? Well, I don't know. Yeah, last game. No, it isn't. Might be last game of the season, actually, yeah. Obviously, Beach would have got a point on them in a game in hand. Neston Nomad have started winning, haven't they? 20 points. Two games left. Lanson could have, could have been so much better, Lanson. 17 points. To beat the on 13. Played 14, they've got two games left. And Bushel's obviously got no points, but fair play for, for carrying on. That's what I say. Alright, what are you what are you calling, pal? What are you calling? What for? The league? Yeah. I think I think Sunday it'll be Doc Queen's draw. And the Doc will win it. Doc are gonna if the Doc draw this week with the goal difference is secured and the teams have got to play. If they don't lose this week, I'll say Doc win the league, yeah. If they don't lose this week. Queens have got to win. And Rock Ferry need the Queens to win. That's a tough one to call, but I generally don't I can't see the Queens keep keeping a clean sheet. I just can't. I can't. Even with your captain at the back? It's not it's not you can't be a one man team at the back. <sighs> Big shot that calling the rest out. No, you heard that voice. It's not about calling them out. I've watched, on I've watched the Queens five or six times a season, you can't keep clean sheets. That's a big issue. And when you're playing against a decent side like the dock, you've got good players going forward. It is a problem. And whatever you say about the dock, they conceded nine goals. Yeah. Nah, you've only conceded now. But yeah. the Queens are good going forward, I'll give the Queens that. Very good going forward. But I just can't see the Queens keeping a clean sheet. I just can't. Be Who've Rock got? Neston. Where at? It's not, I know where it's at because they've already beat Neston away, yeah. It's at Leavers. Depends what Neston turn up. Yeah. I've started to get results, haven't I? What Keynes and Gauss on Sunday? I'd expect Rafferty to beat them, 
I, I would. Which what? Well, the little bit of a disappointment last week against the float, but I, I expect from from a Queens with me Queens top on. I hope Neston beat them. From a neutral point of view, be good if if the Queens and Rock Ferry can win the weekend. Because that will make the game the week after Rock Ferry Queens. Bit of the side, wouldn't it? Huge. Well, and then a draw to put the dog back into command. And, you know, for the benefits of the podcast and Sunday football, everyone should be cheering the Queen's Park on this week. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting game. It's going to be. How many weeks have we got left? Three. Yeah, three on the Sunday. Saturday's nearly done, isn't it? Yeah, it's done, yeah. So. No, I think we'll have to uh, get some guests on next week, I think. Yeah, we will do. It's been it's been tough, hasn't it? We've been busy. And Throw it out there, does um, Mr Cartwright, Louis Cartwright, want to come on? Tell us about their promotion season. Yeah, was I a Kudji on? And Kudji with him, yeah. yeah. i just put it out there as well. You know, the, somebody from the ferry congratulated the Lukes on the winning promotion or said hopefully it's a rock ferry treble I'm just wondering what that treble consists of is that the Lukes the new ferry and new ferry winning the World Cup is it mm. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to ask the question and, oh, that's not selection with the, the, the World Cup is it no but yeah big week coming up and don't forget, everyone, you need new kits. Yeah, game teamwork. Game teamwork. Come and see me and Mick. We'll beat anyone's prices. We've top quality. We've now got all the samples here to come round and show you the quality of the stuff. Yeah, so if you know, if you need anything, get on us. We'll supply you with your kit and sack suits and balls. and Everything else going balls. forward. Yeah, thank you. Well, good end to the season coming up. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Hope you enjoyed the show. See you next week.